You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Astros Baseball and happy Father's Day to everyone out there. And happy Father's Day to my co-host, Tom. What's up, buddy? Happy Father's Day to you, Rob. Uh, How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Uh, my Father's Day was, I mean, we just went shopping and I, I, need, I need shirts. Like I have a type of body that is hard to find the perfect shirts. And the, the shirts that fit me the best are the ones I get from Ram shirts. I don't know why they fit perfect. And so I end up getting like five new pair of shorts. So I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I got a lot of shorts. I know what you mean. I, I too have a... I'd like to think it's a it's it's a dad bod plus, so it's got to fit a certain type of way. So I, I I know what you mean. So let's get into a little bit of news. I don't have much, but one thing is Luke Berryhill, and not because he's my favorite prospect, but fifty game on base streak for Corpus Christi. That's amazing. He's awesome. I'm really glad you kind of put me on him because I really didn't know a whole lot about until you started, you know, really putting him out there. And he's just a machine. All right. Another thing I want to bring up, and hopefully you're all right with this, buddy. But the other day, Tom hosted his first show <laughs> and he also uploaded the first show. And he accidentally must have hit that ad button a little bit too much. And there was quite a bit of ads. And we just want to apologize and thank you for coming back to listen to more episodes. That was not on purpose. Just would just let y'all know that. Ladies and gentlemen, I am I am deeply sorry. I normally don't drive. I am a co-host uh, by trade. Uh, I have not done a lot of hosting on my own, and we had like all kinds of ads. We had ad Spanish, had all, every ad you could think of, and I apologize. It was not meant to be that way. My wife texted me at work. When is it going to start? I go, what do you mean? <laughs> it, it just keeps going on and on. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it was like, I think 35 people had listened to it and I changed it. But when I listened to it, it was like that. And I think if you're subscribed to it and it automatically uploads, then you're, you're going to get the super ad program. But if you did sit down and listen to all of those, we do appreciate that, by the way. But all right, let's get to this, guys. It's Astros, White Sox. Overall, I think it was a pretty exciting series. What about you, buddy? I mean, it was a series win. I, I think you, there's a lot of good, some bad. So, you know, like like it, we didn't come out of it perfect, but o- overall, I think it was a good series for the Astros. Yeah, let's go to Friday. 
Oh, before we before we start, we do have a special fair foul Father's Day episode. Or a se- the segment is about all the questions are about Father's Day, so stay tuned for that. And a couple of them, I, I I put it online for people to to tell me what they got for Father's Day, so we could use those. But I only got two responses, so we had to I had to make up the other three. All right, anyway, let's get to it, buddy. Friday was Framber Valdez. And uh, Alex Bregman got things started for us in the first inning with a two-run homer, and he's been struggling. So that's that's very, very. I guess it's good, but I don't think he continued it throughout the series. And then Yuli Gurriel had a solo home run and made it three to zero. Buddy, is Alex and Yuli going to get out of this stink? I think they have to. I mean. Yuli, especially the last couple of series leading up, leading up to this White Sox series, I felt like he had been seeding the ball a whole lot better, barreling up some balls, still hitting them at guys, but you, you just tell the, the hard hit balls were, were more there. Bregman, I felt like, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say about Alex Bregman anymore. He's been extremely unlucky in my opinion. Uh, he's gotten some terrible calls in my opinion. He's also walking a ton. So he's still, I feel like he's not producing the RBIs that a three-hole hitter should produce, but he's still trying it. I mean, you can just tell he really just hadn't had anything to barrel up. And that 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 pitch that he hit out, it was, I think it was an 89 mile an hour changeup. They just left over the the heart of the plate. I felt like he hadn't seen one of those in like three weeks. Yeah, they were even talking about a better place for him to would be hitting leadoff because he gets on base. I mean, why be at the three hole if you're not going to drive anybody in? But he did drive somebody in Friday, and that was pretty good. But the White Sox came storming back with a Pollock three-run homer, and that tied things up. But the Astros went to town in the sixth inning. Alvarez, RBI single. Tucker, Tucker RBI double. Chaz, RBI single. We're up six to three. And then Michael Brantley, grand slam, 10 to three. If you were a betting man, what are the odds you would have you, you would have put down on a Michael Brantley Grand Slam sometime in the, during this season? I mean, out of the other nine guys that that, that go to go to bat, I'm probably I'm probably gonna put six of those guys in front of him. I think like Uncle Mike's a great contact hitter. I just never can see him hitting a ton of homers, so I was shocked. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, he got the bases loaded. I would put my money on on a base clearing double before I did a grand slam, but good job. And then Jordan followed that up with a two-run homer. Alex Bregman was on base. And that was and that made it 12 to 3. Tucker had a solo home run. That was his 13th homer of the year or 17. I can't read my writing. And the Astros win 13 to 3. What a game. What a sixth inning. Uh, Friday night's fireworks that Minute made, right? Well, you had all the fireworks before the game ever ended. There was hidden bombs. It, it was awesome. I mean, you felt like you needed to see that game just for, as, for a fan to just feel like, okay, this team can do this. Yeah, that would have been fun to be at that game. I mean, three to three, you go to the sixth inning, the Astros put a 10 spot up. I think four people, four, four guys hit twice in that inning. It's just nuts. Uh, Michael Brantley, two for five with a grand slam. Tucker, two for four. And Yuli Gurriel, three for three. Good job by Yuli Gurriel. And a great outing for Framber. Six more innings, eight hits, three runs, zero walks, and seven strikeouts. 
He's now seven and three, buddy, with the 2.78 ERA. No doubt Framber's number two in the rotation, right, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder, you know, what Lance McCullough is coming back. He's doing more work. I feel like he's getting closer and closer. But, I mean, it's going to be tough to decide, you know, who gets the ball after Justin in a playoff series with the way Framber's pitching. I feel like he's the guy unless you just get Lance being Lance again. Stanek had two strikeouts in his inning. Seth Martinez had a clean inning. And Abreu with three strikeouts. We didn't have any immaculate innings in this series. Uh, Astros 13 runs on 12 hits. The White Sox, they got eight hits, but only scored three runs. The Astros are very efficient, four for seven, with runners in scoring position, and they only left three guys on base, which is very, very amazing. Uh, Great game. Then we go to Saturday. This is JV day, and this is like – Usually a game that you think it's, uh, if it's not a guaranteed win, about a 90% chance of winning. And he got lit up, buddy. I mean, there's no reason to even talk about this game. Three and two-thirds innings, nine hits, and seven runs. Only four were earned. Three strikeouts, no walks. Takes the loss. He's eight and three, though. 230 ERA. Still good. Uh, the White Sox scored three in the... Uh, Three inning, they scored four runs in the third and three runs in the fourth. And that's all the scoring, and that's all they needed. Not a good game. Yeah, it's 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 tough. I mean, we've said it all season, and, and hopefully we'll quit saying it, but when the Astros have these big outbursts when they score seven, eight, nine, ten runs, the next day they basically take the day off. And you hate it to happen to Justin because, I mean, he's having just an amazing season. But, I mean, I felt, I felt like going into that game, you kind of knew be kind of something like that i i did the research buddy 11 times the astros have scored uh eight runs or more 11 times you know what their record is the game after that it's not good two and nine so if you're in vegas and the astros score eight runs bet money against them the next day let's go to today's game buddy it's father's day uh, we've got no Pena, 10-day injured list. We've got no Jordan. You've got J.J. Matichevic and, and uh, Dubon in the lineup. We just got destroyed when Verlander uh, was going out there on Saturday. And we got Christian Javier. First of all, how'd you like the uniforms with the Father's Day hat? Absolutely love it. The Father's Day hat's going into my arsenal. I'm going to go pick that thing up tomorrow whether it be at the mall or maybe online if i can't find it at the mall uh, i think it looks great uh i love all the blue the baby blue it, it looks really good uh especially the guys wearing the you know the high socks i thought that looked really good and uh cj looked really good too so one one there's a couple things i want to take from this game before we get into it the umpire was horrible <laughs> there was no swings two times when it was clearly a swing and the umpire, even, you know, I think later in the inning, it was the third base umpire. I mean, they got robbed twice and one of them, they actually got out of it, you know, and then the last time it happened in the ninth and that got, that made things more interesting. So not very, not very good. And then a lot of pitches, even JJ Matichevic, 
and I, I was going to get into this. Let's let's go into the game. Tucker had an RBI single, we're up one to zero, and then somewhere after that, Matichevic comes up, and two strikes called against him was out of the zone, and he ends up getting struck out. Our hitting coach Centrone comes out and argues. He gets tossed. What do you think about that whole situation? It was really tough for the kid. You know, this is, I guess, his second time being up. He had runners on second and third, chance to, you know, pad the lead. And the pitches that, that you know, that were called strikes, they weren't close. It wasn't like they they touched, you know, they, they had that box that uh, you can see this is strike zone. These things are, are way outside of that. And those two calls just made it impossible for him to compete. Well, we go to the fourth inning, the bottom of the fourth, and J.J. Matichevic gets a solo home run into the Crawford boxes, two to zero, and and then just it's all about this kid that catches the home run ball. He's on the he's on the broadcast nonstop for about two hours. And did you see it, or were you swimming with the kids? <laughs> So I watched up till just before that, um, the kids would beat me up to go hit the pool. So we hit the pool for about an hour. It was so hot during the day, so I couldn't take them. And I kind of already promised them. But uh, I'd heard all about it. And then I turned the game on after the fact to see, you know, what the kid had got. I truly believe that ESPN did a horrible job with this and absolutely made it more about them than the game. And TK and Blummer would have did it a way better job. Julie as well. I don't even know if they would even covered it. I think all of that stuff would have just happened behind the scenes and we wouldn't even know about it. Uh, but that kid got six tickets, six batting practice passes, and now two of a sign ball. He asked for a Justin Verlander jersey, but they said no. Verlander heard about it and he gave him one. They took a, he took a picture with it after the game. They talked to Matichevic after the game and they told him the story. And he said, well, he asked him, what would you have asked for? And he said, I would have asked for a bat. And he's like, oh, well, I'll get, the, I'll get that kid a sign bat. So he gets all of that for catching a ball. What, what do you think, buddy? If you're there, you catch Matichevic's first home run ball, what do you want? So I've heard I've, we had a discussion about this earlier uh, with, some, with some friends and, and I stuff about it a little while ago. I personally, knowing that the club was going to, you know, tickets, stuff like that, I might, you know, I'm might say, hey, you know, I'd really like, you know, X, Y, and Z. I wouldn't be as pushy as apparently the kid was, uh, you know, because it's not that serious. You know, it's 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 JJ's moment, not the kid's moment. It should be about JJ. But, I mean, I would like to be compensated, you know, because, I mean, I come to the ballpark, I get a ball. That's, that's my moment for me, you know. I think if they came to me and proposed what they gave him, if they said, we'll give you six tickets, you know, six uh, batting practice tickets and an Altuve ball, I would say, here you go. I mean, I would <laughs> rather have Altuve ball than a home run ball. But I, I think I would rather have signed memorabilia than tickets. But the batting practice tickets are pretty awesome because he's going to get tons of signatures and all these players that know that hear about the story. This guy is going to make out like a bandit, and so is the five people he's taken with him. Yeah, so the, the tickets, I, I think that's awesome that the Astros do that, right? Like that, that that's not obviously not going to be paid for by JJ or anything like that. I think that's coming straight from the Astros. So I think that's great. 
uh, all the other extra, uh, uh, that would have been just icing on the cake. Like the jersey, the bat, you know, the Altuve ball. I would have loved all of that, but I wouldn't have demanded it. No, I, that's what I'm saying about me. I wouldn't even have known to negotiate with the, with them. I, I, I figured if they would offer me tickets, I would be like, okay, here you can have the ball. Because I know how much it meant to him. But I would at least want something. Maybe a True. Matichevic signed ball. Like, here, I'll give you the ball. Just give me another one have him sign it. And, I, and I'm fine with that. But let's get back to the game. We're tied one to one. No, we're tied two to zero. We're winning two to zero. My bad. Uh, and then Robert gets an RBI double on top of the fifth to make it two to one. And bottom of the fifth, th- this is what I tweeted earlier. We got two home runs from very unlikely sources. Going back to the gambling scenario, you're not putting your money on Matichevic and Dubon to get the two home runs tonight. No, not at all. You would have made all the money in Vegas if you'd have bet that. <laughs> so both JJ's and Dubon's home runs. Here's another point. They would only be home runs at Minute Maid Park. Did you see the stat about which ballpark had the most home runs? I can't remember how far back they went, but how many, what ballpark has had the most home runs where it would only be a home run at that ballpark? Who, who do you think has the most? I mean, I hope it's not ours because there are so many people that would use that information to just, you know, absolutely go after the Stros. I hope it's Yankee Stadium. It is. <laughs> Astros are third. Uh, makes sense. I mean, it's a, short, it it's a short porch. Yeah. That's the good thing right there because if they would have been first, ammunition. That's ammunition for Yankees fans. But to me, I could care less. Because the other team has the same exact chance at hitting a home run. It, it doesn't matter. We don't, there's no advantage. Not at all. So in the top of the eight, things got a little shaky. Uh, Pollock had an RBI triple to make it four to two. And I believe the guy that got on base was, uh, it was a broken bat. And then uh, Pollock's triple, I think it hit the, the wall at the, at the Crawford boxes and bounced around. So I don't know if that should have been a triple, but Ryan Presley uh, shuts him down in the ninth and we went four to three. What do you think about that? So going back to that eighth inning, the, the infield single, uh, unbelievable play, right? So this, this bat gets shattered. And I mean, like sawed off at the hands and Dubon's coming in to make what would have been a routine ground ball play, but the bat and the ball went together. Altuve was like, no, nah, I'm not even trying it. He watched it all go down, and it was like an infield hit. And then the triple, uh, it was probably one of the worst played balls I think I've ever seen Brantley play in that corner. You know, he's so talented with playing all those cameras, but this thing just took a hard right on him and went behind him and almost to the center field. and Just unlucky, but... No harm, no foul. Presley nailed it down. We got the dub. Series win. So speaking of Altuve, what do you think about when he was mic'd up? I thought it was amazing. I love it. I'm surprised they did it. You know, like with all the, the, is he wearing a buzzer? Is he wearing a mic? You know, like, like you know, he's got to hear it. And the broadcast t- spoke to it, but uh, I thought it's awesome. I love that ESPN does that. I wish more broadcasts would do that. I watched him on ESPN with Sunday Night Baseball, same thing where they had, uh, I think his name's Harrison Bader for uh, the Cardinals in center field mic'd up. Awesome to hear him just talk about the game and how he's reading and what he's looking at. 
you know, I mean, I think as a fan, you, you'd love to know what's going on in their head. I think the what the story that Al Tuvi was telling and and the product that came from that interview was just amazing stuff. And uh, I kind of rolled my eyes when they got to the cheating stuff. I mean, come on, dudes. That was 2017 <laughs> and it's 2022. Come on. Uh, but anyway, Javier, five innings. He, he would have went longer, but he threw so many pitches. But he did great. Five innings, two hits, and only one run. Four walks, which is pretty high, and five strikeouts. He's now four and three with a 3.07 ERA. Stanek Montero had a hit and a strikeout each in their inning. Uh, Naris gave up two runs in his inning, and he had that broken bat and the triple. Uh, Dubon, two for two with a homer. Yuli and Chaz were the only starters to not get hits, so I don't have to break down every player's stats. Uh, so Yuli starts the uh, series off going three for three, and he ends up being one of the only guys without a hit. The Astros had four runs on eight hits. Sox, three runs on six hits, and they had an error. Overall, what's your take on the game? Overall, take on the series. So the game, uh, I felt really, really about, you know, them being able to down. I was worried. I mean, that kid Robert had a great series. I, I was worried when they pitched to him. You know, it's one of those guys you just don't want to let him beat you over and over again. As far as the series goes, it was it was what we needed, you know, after dealing with the Marlins and, and, and not doing well coming off of that series to get the Rangers and now get the White Sox win two series going into this big nine game stretch where they've really got a, a, a tough task dealing with the Mets and the Yankees. I think it's exactly what the Astros needed. Yeah. The Astros are 41 and 25. They are nine and a half games ahead of the angels and 10 games ahead of Texas, 13 ahead of Seattle. And then 19 out of Oakland next they're off what tomorrow. And then they got two games against the Mets, like you said, and then this weekend they got the Yankees. So pretty exciting stuff, and it's in Yankee Stadium, I believe. So be prepared for a lot of booing if you watch that game. And uh, with that said, it's Father's Day fair or foul. You ready for that, buddy? Let's do it. All right, to pay you guys back for the 900 ads in the last show, no ads. We're going straight to it. All right, <laughs> number one. My friend Robert Sanchez, hope you're listening, buddy. He showed a picture what he got. He got a novelty dad shirt. It said Top Dad. Looks like the Top Gun logo. Fair or foul, novelty dad shirts. The fact that they mixed in Top Gun right now, absolutely fair. I think it's a cool shirt. It really is. I like the ones that say Astros and it says dad number one on the back. Those are pretty cool. But novelty dad shirts, fair. Novelty dad uh Coffee mugs, fair. Anything that says dad on it, I'm saying fair. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to argue with, uh, you know, repping, you know, being a dad. I, I know I, I have my dad's stuff. I'm going to have it, you know, and and everybody can can relate, right? You see somebody else's dad cup, dad shirt, like, all right, that's cool. All right, number two, Larry Berryhill, Luke's dad. He, he, he gave me one. He got a union multi-tool for Father's Day, and I told him, if, if in comparison, what it is to me is like a Leatherman. You know, you ever seen those? It's kind of like a pair of pliers with all these different knives and tools in it, kind of like a Swiss Army knife, with, sort of. You know what that is? 
absolutely. As an aircraft mechanic, you know, we, we carry the Leatherman on us all the time. Anytime you got a multi-tool, I guarantee there's going to be something on there that you're going to be like, huh, I don't know what I'm going to use that for. And then you're going to come up with a reason to use it for something that you would otherwise never have had that tool. I have a multi-tool in my Jeep all the time. Absolutely fair. Great Father's Day gift. I say fair too. Larry, you got a good gift there, buddy. All right. Since we didn't have any more, number three. And the, did you see the Astros, how they put Happy Father's Day and how the Father's Day stuff? And to the right on the bottom, it had the uh, quote, unquote, Father's Day shoe. I, I saw the uh, the picture that somebody took the, the, the father's shoe, that the New Balance, and made it into a cleat. No, this one was like the Father's Day hat on top of a glove. It had like a spatula for grilling. It just had like different dad stuff on it but it had the dad shoe. It wasn't the Nike or the New Balance one. It was a generic one. I guess they can't put other logos on it. Right. I didn't see it. But long story short, dad shoes, fair foul. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not there yet. I feel like that's an older dad. I could be wrong. I feel like there's a, there's a type of dad that wears that shoe, and I, I don't consider myself that guy yet. So I would say they're foul for me, but I, I totally understand if you want to rock your dad's shoe. I say foul. I'm 51 years old and a grandfather. Those things are stupid. If you have them, I'm sorry. My wife hates when I say stupid. I'm sorry, babe. But uh, they're they're ugly. They're dumb. I, ha- I actually have I actually have some New Balance. I don't know the number, but they're like running shoes. But I don't run in them, and they're white with navy blue on them and me and my wife call them dad shoes she's like do you want your dad shoes but they're not dad shoes but they're pretty close but i say foul they're pretty they're pretty i don't know they're not cool i mean i'm 51 and i wear vans (laughs) i just think it's lazy like it's like okay you you buy that shoe it's basically like the cheapest shoe in academy right it's it's in the corner it's like i'll just get that one because i don't care to deal with color or style or anything like that we went to academy today and they're on sale that was so funny that they were on sale. <laughs> they knew their target audience, I guess. All right. Number four, a tie for Father's Day. Fair or foul? I'm going to say foul, but not because I don't think it's a good idea. Because if you wear ties, I think that's a great idea. You know, like if you got a guy that's a suit and tie guy, then yeah, absolutely. That you're thinking of them. But for me, I probably wear a suit once a year, maybe. So the tie would be like, thank you, but I would have rather had the multi-tool. Yeah, I guess if you had a job where you wore a tie all the time, that would be okay. But overall, it's a lazy gift. It's a lazy (laughs) gift. It would be like buying me something for me to wear to work. I don't know what a perfect gift is, but I don't know. But I say foul. Be more creative, folks. All right, number five. Here's a. I seen some some pictures of guys, you know, like what their underwear tore up, you know, their their big toe sticking through the socks, socks and underwear for Father's Day. I think it's better than a tie. I mean, the, that's functional. You're definitely going to use both of them. I think it's lazy too. I would say foul. I mean, I wouldn't get my dad socks and underwear just because, you know, I feel like you're going to buy that throughout the year. But if I had to choose between a tie and socks and underwear, I would definitely do the socks and underwear. 
but yeah, foul. I say fair. I think it's a good gift because nothing feels better than a fresh brand new pair of underwear and a fresh (laughs) brand new pair of socks. And what guy goes and buys socks and underwear? You don't because you always get it for a gift. I like it. I think it's a good gift. I'd rather get them as a gift than to go buy them. And now they're super expensive. Have you ever went shopping for socks and underwear? You're going to drop $50, $50, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't argue that. I just, I, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that I would buy them for like my dad. My dad would probably look at me a little weird, you know, like, oh, hey, uh, thanks. Kind of, you know, like, but, but I, like I said, better than the time for me. Let's go behind the scenes here, buddy. Tidy whities boxer briefs, or boxers? <laughs> the, the inquiring minds want to know. So I started off a boxer guy, and now I'm a boxer brief guy predominantly. I am a boxer guy, but I wear the cotton ones. I guess that has the button. Uh, I don't like, and I don't. I don't really like the the thin material ones. Like you know, like the. I don't know the plaid ones that I, I do like. I do like the freedom of the boxer, <laughs> but I do wear boxer briefs when I wear jeans or when I work because I wear pants to work every day. I do wear boxer briefs because it you know it keeps your legs apart. Can't have that chafing, buddy. Plus, it's more it's it's actually easier to put your jeans on if you're wearing uh, boxer briefs. But tidy whities nah. I haven't worn yeah. tidy whities in a long time. <laughs> what about tidy whities that are colored? Uh, like, what if they're red? With the, you know, what if they're red or blue? I say foul. I don't like. I, I can't do it. If you do, <laughs> I, I mean, it. I'm happy for you, but I can't do it. I don't think it makes it better. I, I, I I'm with you. Uh, I prefer the, like the boxer briefs that are like the moisture wicking ones because we're in Texas and. No sweat is a real thing. So anything that'll keep me a little drier, I'm always about that. What about uh, bikinis? Nah, nah, nah. I was growing up in the 80s and my mom <laughs> bought us a little tube of bikinis and we wore them and they were cool. <laughs> that, that's when chest hair and gold chains were cool too. Though. Yeah, different times. Definitely different times. You got your uh, bikini underwear, your hairy chest, your gold chain and your Corvette and your set in the 80s. <laughs> And you're, uh, you're, long, you're you you got to have like the, the, the bandana with the long hair, right? That too? No. No, none of that? Okay. I don't know what to wear, guy. That's all I know. I'm thinking of Tom Selleck. You got to have a sweet mustache too. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Do you, have, do you have any final thoughts? I think coming up is, is a really big uh, task, a really big ask. Uh, really proud of what the Astros did this past week. You know, getting two serious wins they definitely needed. I don't worry about the division, but I would like to see them do well against the top two teams, the the two best records, right? Because going forward, that's going to be like the measuring stick. I think it's not going to matter what they did if they win this division by, you know, 20 games, if they got beat up by the Mets and the Yankees. Going back to last season, if you listen to the Altuve uh, interview, when we were about to get swept, by the Yankees last year, and Altuve hit that home run, that game-winning home run. It ma- it made you feel like we won that series. That's how amazing that home run was, and great, great memory uh, that Altuve brought up. Pretty happy about that. But anyway, for Tom, 
I'm your host, Rob Fontenot, and we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Happy Father's Day to everyone, especially my dad. Thanks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.